Feast of St. Bruno today. St. Bruno the Saint that uh, developed a study method of mental prayer. We'll try to apply that to the reading today. From Luke 12. Let your loins be girded and your lamps burning. And be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the marriage feast. So that they may open to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will put on his apron and have them sit at table, and he will come and serve them. If he comes in the second watch, or in the third, and finds them so, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the householder had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would have been awake, and would have, and would have not left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So what would St. Bruno do with this? Well, he would approach it very catechetically. First verse, let your loins be girded and your lamps burning. Your loins girded, that's prayer. Your lamps burning, that's the state of sanctifying grace. What does the catechism say about, about uh, sanctifying grace? In prayer. Get out your Baltimore Catechism, the effects of the redemption. Question 105, what is sanctifying grace? Sanctifying grace is that grace which makes the soul holy and pleasing to God. Let your lamps be burning. Be in the state of sanctifying grace. Let your loins be girded. That means prayer. What does the Catechism say about prayer? Baltimore Catechism says, Prayer is the lifting up of our minds and hearts to God to adore him, to thank him for his benefits, to ask for forgiveness, to beg him all the graces we need, whether for soul or body. It says, Prayer is necessary to salvation, and without it, no one, having the use of reason, can be saved. This whole reading is about being ready. Being ready for what? For your particular judgment. So what does the Catechism say about the particular judgment? Question 409. What is the judgment called to undergo immediately after death? It's called the particular judgment. Why does Christ judge men immediately after their death? Answer. To reward or punish them according to their deeds. And what are the rewards or punishment at the particular judgment? They are heaven, purgatory, hell. You can go on and on and on. You can break down hell. You can break down purgatory. Break down heaven and go over those definitions. It's a catechetical study way to approach the scriptures. And then eventually St. Bruno, he takes his reading and he whittles it down to one or two verses. And he'll just stay on that for the rest of his meditation. Finish his meditation on one or two verses exclusively thinking on that line, catechetically. Like take the final verse 40. You must also be ready. The Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So as you're thinking on that verse, you're thinking about you got to live in a state of sanctifying grace. You have to be praying. Every second, every minute is one minute closer to the particular judgment. 
When you draw your last breath, it's too late. Got to be in a state of sanctifying grace and you have to be praying. Prayer and frequent sacraments. Prayer and frequent sacraments. That's how you, that's how you uh, get ready for your particular judgment. That's how you will be ready. And pray that rosary every day. All right, catechism for the day is on baptism. What is baptism? It is the sacrament that cleanses us from original sin, makes us Christians, children of God, heirs of heaven. Are actual sins ever remitted by baptism? Yes, if the person baptized be guilty of any. Is baptism necessary to salvation? Yes, without it we cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Who could administer baptism? The priest is the ordinary minister, but in case of necessity, anyone that has the use of reason may be baptized. How is baptism given? Listen up, this is important. Whoever baptizes should pour water on the head of the person to be baptized and say while pouring the water, I baptize thee in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. How many kinds of baptism are there? Three. Water, desire, and blood. What is baptism of water? It is that which is given by pouring water on the head of the person to be baptized, and saying, at the same time, I baptize thee in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Baptism of, of desire, what is that? Baptism of desire is a ardent wish to receive baptism, and to do all that God has ordained for our salvation. St. Dismas, the good thief on the cross, an example of baptism of desire. Baptism of blood. That is shedding of one's blood for the faith of Jesus. Is baptism of desire or baptism of blood sufficient to produce the effects of baptism of water? Yes, if it is impossible to receive baptism of water. What do we promise in baptism? To renounce the devil with all his works and his pomps. It says the name of a saint is given in baptism in order that the person baptized may imitate his virtues and have him for a protector. Godfathers and godmothers are given in baptism in order that they may promise in the name of the child what the child itself would promise if it had the use of reason. The obligation of a godfather and a godmother is to instruct the child in its religious duties if the parents neglect to do so or die. It's Friday, first Friday. It's a day of penance. No meat today. Pick some penance to do and stick with it all day, heroically. Jesus says, do penance or perish.